Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Seems Like Diet Culture podcast. I have quite the setup today, you guys. So my cat, you may know him. His name is Mr. Otis. His name is actually Otis, but I like to call him Mr. Otis. I also like to put a crown on his head every single time I post him on my Instagram story. And I don't know how that started, but he's an orange cat. And if you know orange cat lore, you understand that they are truly wild beings. And he fits that mold. He has a mind of his own. He, I always say he doesn't remind me of a cat. He reminds me of an alien. So I always wondered how, when I moved, he was going to finagle his way into my podcast recordings. Because if you've been here since the beginning of the podcast, you'll know that he commonly interrupted the past podcast episodes in the closet. Anyways, I've recorded a few episodes here. He, he hasn't really bothered me, but today he has decided how he's going to do so. So I have this very small office chair. I need to get a new one. And he is currently taking up about three-fourths of the chair. And yeah, so it's interesting. I'm basically on one small little part. And that is just how it rolls. So I also am unwilling to move him because I'm obsessed with him. So you could say that I'm just having a little bit of a victim mindset right now because I'm not doing anything about the struggle. Anyways, this has absolutely nothing to do with this podcast or what this podcast is about. This is actually a space where we talk about nutrition, wellness, fitness, ED recovery, current events, and more from a non-diet research, not research, (laughs) fact perspective. And I am a registered dietitian. My name is Mallory Page, if you are new here, and I guide you through with my professional opinion but also while always naming the biases that I can bring and really just wanting you to be able to take some new information that isn't so diet culture based since that's mainly what we see in the media, in our society, to decide how you want to view things and how you want to or not to implement them into your life. So if that sounds interesting to you, I'm very happy that you're here, and this episode is one I'm particularly excited for because it's a conversation that I have so much in my life and in my Instagram DMs and even think about a lot, and yet it's not one that I've really talked about here on the podcast, and I will admit that there is a piece of me that always has an element of worry or fear in talking about weight loss and food freedom and the non-diet perspective and how these all correlate to each other. And the reason for that is not because I actually feel afraid of backlash or people saying they disagree, but more because weight loss, weight in general, and the pursuit of having a smaller body is an extremely multifaceted, personal, and intimate conversation that typically relates to some level of trauma or challenging experiences for everyone in their own right. But for some people, it's been their whole life, right, that people have commented on their weight. For other people, 
Maybe it hasn't been as much of your experience, but internally you feel that all the time. And so whenever I talk about these things, I just always want to make sure that I emphasize the fact that this is a challenging conversation. It's different for everybody. And I'm not trying to ever say that my way of thinking about something is the right way of thinking about something or to minimize someone's experience if they have had a weight loss journey or anything along those lines. It is simply to just open a discussion that I feel like everyone's a little bit scared to have and scared to find a middle ground on as well. So now that I've done a long enough disclaimer, I want to just dive into the podcast and talk a little bit about the idea of weight loss and especially desired weight loss and how that does or does not coincide with the non-diet mindset and food freedom and all of those different things. So I actually want to read off the DM that I received from someone the other day. It says, Hey Mallory, I love your podcast and I really appreciate your mindset around food freedom. This is something that I myself am interested in, but I wonder how this connects to weight loss. My doctor told me that I need to lose blank amount of pounds. I'm going to not say the pounds. And my height and weight is this, and she wants me to get down to this weight. What would you suggest that I do? Now, I asked some follow-up questions when this person reached out to me. The first follow-up question that I asked is, what made your doctor decide that you needed to lose this weight? I think I said it more eloquently than that in the moment. Just basically, I wanted to understand the thought process behind this recommendation from the doctor. So to follow up on that question, she responded to me and said that it was based off of her ideal weight and also based off of her cholesterol levels that were a little bit high, especially as she hit the age of 30. And as we were talking, if you've ever DM'd with me, you may know that I'm a voice message girl. I'm a voice message girl through and through because I like to be able to chat and fully understand. And I think I articulate myself better when I am verbally speaking rather than when I'm texting, which maybe is why I have a podcast. But as we were talking back and forth, she told me that this was the first time that she'd ever had a doctor comment on her weight. She felt like it sent her into a shock and it took her days to even fully like wrap her head around this just because it felt so abrupt and so intense and also so drastic. But what she did gather herself, her next steps were focusing on what she was eating and how she was moving. She started weighing herself on a scale and she shared with me that she still does feel quite focused on the scale, but it is something that she's working on. As I go through this story, I would be curious to have you think about if you have any similar circumstances or even if you don't have similar circumstances, if you've ever experienced this feeling of, oh my gosh, I can't believe that this person just commented on my body like that. This DM is just one example of many that I receive of this type. 
on the same day, I was talking with someone that says that they believe that they need to lose weight because their family comments on how they've gained weight consistently. I've talked with someone else that feels like they're consistently shamed for being in a body that is smaller and they need to gain weight, but they're struggling because of their mental health. I talk with people consistently that have eating disorders and don't feel like they're at a weight that anybody blinks an eye at. It's just normal and how that can feel really invalidating and challenging for them and how they want to change their body because they want to be noticed. So there's so many different renditions of how the place that we're in in our body and what people say about it and what we are internally saying about it within ourselves can affect the way that we feel and the habits or actions that we believe that we need to take. And so if we go back to this initial DM, I left out pretty much all the pieces where I was sharing and asking her about some kind of thoughts around weight loss and the pursuit of it. And so the first thing that I want you guys all to think about when it comes to weight loss and food freedom and the non-diet perspective colliding is this idea of ideal body weight and BMI. Because when you go to the doctor or when many people feel like they are off with their body or even when you are in recovery and you're maybe in a more traditional recovery center that tells you an ideal body weight, this concept can be something that really sticks in your mind and you think, okay, this is the weight I need to be at. This is the BMI I need to be at because that's what's healthy. BMI is not what we think it is. Now, I'll do a whole episode on this, but essentially, and I'll also include one in the show notes. One of my good friends and colleagues has a great episode on this, so if you want to listen to it before I come out with mine. But essentially, BMI is basically a made-up system by a man, and the classifications are so limiting. I always use the story that I used to work in athletics and In all my time doing thousands of body comps, and I'm being serious with thousands, I would say that around 10% of the time, there were people that landed in the quote-unquote normal BMI range. And the other 90%, they were outside of that in a different category. To me, this shows such contradiction because our society genuinely believes that athletes are the pinnacle of health, some of the healthiest people in the world. And yet our society also believes that BMI is the holy grail, pinnacle of health classification system. And with this data, how does that line up? So to transition back to this original DM that I got. The conversation with this doctor, to me, is lacking a lot of context that we need to understand. And I want to make it very clear. I am not trying to rag on doctors. I'm not trying to create distrust in doctors. Doctors are schooled in a very specific way, just like dietitians, And the systems that we learn from 
are continually catering more towards, at this point, the diet culture perspective still. And so if you learn that over a long amount of time, it's easy to see how you can just stay in that. But to me, just looking at someone's height and weight and then classification isn't enough to know if you can really give a recommendation. And then furthermore, even looking at labs. So for example, this woman, her only lab, at least that was mentioned as off or high, was cholesterol. And so you may be thinking, oh, okay, well, if the BMI is high and her cholesterol is high, doesn't that mean she should lose weight? But there's so much nuance to this that we're missing. That's the thing, right? Because as we mentioned, the BMI, that's not going to tell us everything. Cholesterol being high, as an example, yes, can be something that is related to diet, right? There are things we can do with diet that can affect cholesterol. Now, that doesn't automatically mean that changing your weight changes your cholesterol, right? There's a lot of things that lead us to not necessarily be able to say automatically that correlation equals causation here with that change. But there are also people that do everything they can with what they eat and their cholesterol is still high. Genetically, many people in their family have the same thing. And so why I bring all this up is because of the fact that there needs to be more questions, less just looking at people as a number and more time asking them about themselves. And that's exactly what I did when I responded back to this DM. I asked her, to me, the most important thing is how you feel. So I would be curious to hear at this point in time when you got this recommendation, how did you feel in your body? How did you feel about your habits? And so what was interesting is she shared that at that time, she was in a really toxic job and she just was feeling very stressed, feeling really run down, feeling really burnt out, and also felt like she had lost some of the habits that she was engaged in. She just didn't have really energy for any of those things at all. And so she hadn't even really noticed particularly that her body had changed in this way. She hadn't thought about it until this meeting, but she knew she didn't feel well. Let's take it back to if that question had been asked at the doctor's appointment. So if that question had been asked and that answer had been shared, we could have had such a different conversation, right? Because clearly the first struggle at that point in time, it's, it's not the body size. It's how this person was feeling. Why would we add on another layer of stress and shock when in reality, the highest level of importance is the distress, the burnout, the struggles with mental health. And if we think about how we work as people, we know that it is very hard to live a holistically fulfilling lifestyle 
If there is an area in our wellness wheel, whether it be emotional, mental, financial, spiritual, physical, whatever it is, that is off. So when I heard this from her, I was very curious to then hear how she felt now and and what space she was in at this current point. And then she shared with me that she was out of that job and now she's been feeling much better just in her body and focusing on habits that feel supportive to her. And we didn't get too deep into what those were. We didn't talk about if her body had changed or if it had not changed. I know I mentioned that she still did feel like she was kind of focusing on the scale more than she was still focusing on the scale and the number on the scale. But to me, if we were able to go back and say that those questions about her lifestyle were asked instead and then ask her if she had a plan and then ask her if she had the confidence to move forward with feeling her best again after that plan, which as evidenced by this conversation that we are having right now, she did, right? She was able to go back into things that helped her to feel better. She feels less stressed. She feels less burnt out. Why did we need to add in the conversation around weight loss? Because it seems like what that did was create shock, then create some emotional distress, and then lead to more of of a focus on the scale that maybe would not have been there before. And you could argue that we could have had the exact same result, if not a better result, without the conversation around if there needed to be weight loss. And I know that the concept of having changes without intentionally changing your weight can seem strange because that's not how our society works. Our society works in telling us that if you lose weight, you will be better feel better, be healthier. But actually, what helps us to feel better is focus on what makes us feel better. (laughs) The change that occurs in our body, whatever that may be, is only a symptom of the actual changes we've made to then how we feel. And weight in and of itself it's actually neutral. It doesn't mean anything. And I know that concept is very, very hard to grasp when you've been living in a different mindset. I totally, totally get it. Even as I started doing this work, I I felt very confused by this notion. But I say that because what a weight change means and what the number means of weight is different for everybody. I said this in the last episode I made. But I mean this because we could hear a number as a weight and it could mean two completely different things for two different people. We can think it's fine for maybe a man or we can think it's bad for a woman. If we see one person gain weight, we may think, oh, that's great. They needed it. But then someone else gaining weight, that's not good. And then same is true for the opposite with weight loss. 
And that's why this is so complicated because society is spreading weight loss as this universal beneficial truth that when you do this, it will be helpful and it will make you have everything that you really want. And I know that that seems kind of outlandish too, but that's because we almost don't even realize how much this messaging is pushed on us. We don't realize that every single ad that we see in most social media posts and so much of what we consume sends us this message. But if we do go back to what I was saying just a little bit ago about focusing on how you feel instead of associating that with how you look, we get a similar result without so much baggage and also with more opportunity to achieve the actual benefits that we're looking for. So let me break down a little bit what I mean by that. So let's say you're not feeling good in your body, wherever that may be. So you start to focus on things that help you to feel better. Maybe you do need someone that helps to support you in reaching that. So as an example, in my program, Live Unrestricted, I work with a lot of people that are dealing with struggles with food and body image. And they're not in this the worst place they've ever been, but they're not where they want to be. And a lot of them have a big fear around their body changing and around weight gain. And yet they're working with me because they don't feel good. You know, they're, they still mentally obsess about food and they think about it more than they'd like to. They don't feel accepting of their body. They feel afraid that it's going to change and they don't know what to do. And so because of that, they're afraid of letting go of control and they're afraid of not doing these things that they believe is going to keep their weight where they want it to be. And so when we work on focusing on how they feel, right, which is going to be different for everybody. For some, it's adding in more frequency of meals or more food. For others, it's allowing more different foods into their day or taking rest. For others, it's going to be focusing on adding certain foods in that maybe they haven't had before, like vegetables and fruits. I mean, it's genuinely so different for for every single person. But no matter what, the experience they have is one where they start to feel better. They start to have more mental clarity. They start to have more energy. They feel less tired. So when they do that, the way that their body changes or does not change is completely out of our control. We don't know what it's going to be. But when they focus on how they feel and simultaneously, at least in Live Unrestricted, we do tons of body image work to make sure that if there are changes and even if there aren't, you feel accepting and You know, our bodies change throughout our whole life, even if we don't want them to. We're going to age. And so this work is is so important no matter what. But we work on that mindset so that there's the ability to have acceptance and neutrality throughout these, these moments. And, 
even though it can be difficult because sometimes we're letting go of this idea that this certain body is going to bring this level of happiness, it's also so freeing because you're out of this loop where you are consistently trying to achieve this number, achieve this look, or achieve whatever it is, or hold on to and maintain this body. And never actually feeling content when you do. Or never actually feeling healthy and energized whenever you're trying to do it. And also, for many people, their pursuit of trying to obtain this certain body is actually compromising their health on a physical level even, which seems so counterintuitive, right, to our culture because our culture says most of the time up to a certain point, the more weight you lose and the smaller you are, the better. That means you're healthier. We know for a fact this isn't true. We've seen it time and time again. We cannot like 100% say that someone's body size correlates at all to their health. We just don't know. And so by doing this, it feels like a completely different type of mindset to what we see and hear all the time. And it can feel super scary. And yet you can see how when we do this and we focus on these different things that actually are related to feeling our best and our healthiest, we in turn take away that risk of striving for something that is actually not in our best interest. Striving for a weight, striving for a BMI, striving for a size of clothes or a number on a scale that is just completely arbitrary and that may even make us feel worse. And I just want to acknowledge how challenging it is to live in a society that constantly sends the message that being smaller is better. And I'm someone that has been afforded many privileges in my life. And I am not even someone that understands how devastating that can be to the fullest extent. I know people in larger bodies that consistently all the time have to deal with people just commenting negatively about them and their health and their discipline and what this says about them. And that is so freaking hard and I just want to hold space for how hard that is. And the fact that this idea that I'm sharing may feel really far away if you've dealt with that, may feel impossible. And I am not here to try to tell you that this is an idea that you have to adopt. I am here to just try to share another perspective, though. Because even if it's not something that you feel like right now you can pursue, even if you're listening to this right now and you think, I I like this idea, I, I get how it makes sense even, but I, I can't step out of 
this desire for weight loss. It feels too scary. feels like too much. That's okay. It is okay. I'm never here to judge someone's choice. I believe in autonomy of choice, but I also believe in education. And this is what I've talked about continuously also with weight loss injections. I will educate on what we know about weight loss injections, but I will never judge someone's choice. I think that judgment is just as detrimental. (laughs) Like, if someone is going into the doctor and getting judged for the weight that they're at and told they need to change, and or if someone is coming to this podcast and then feels judged for their desire to lose weight, those are both negative. But I also am so passionate about the idea that as a society, we can slowly but surely escape this constant pressure to believe that, especially for women, but for everybody, weight loss is everything and that the size of your body is your health. So when I think about what my dream world would be in terms of the ways that weight loss the non-diet mindset, the weight-inclusive mindset, and food freedom all coincide. It would be that people are able to get to a space where they have neutralized food, and therefore, with that neutralization of food, they're able to truly have the things that they enjoy and have variety and feel really just energized and good with what they have within their lifestyle with food and also with movement as well because we've removed the labels from from it and what's good and bad and it's all about what feels best for you and in the pursuit of doing what feels best for you not only in these two areas but holistically in all areas of your life your body changes only as a symptom of what it is that will make you feel best and Ultimately, for some, that could mean that their body loses weight. For others, that could mean that their body gains weight. For others, it could mean that it stays the exact same. And also, those things may change over time with different stages of life, with different focuses. And our society is in a place, this is where it feels like a real dreamland, but I'm still going to put it out there to hope that it happens. Our society is in a place where it's accepting of that where it stops making people believe that those fluctuations mean something about them. And more realistically, that us, you, you believe that those changes don't mean anything about you, about your discipline, about your health. And that is how I would hope that they would coincide, that it just isn't about the look or the weight. It's about how we feel, which is what many people say it's about, but the way that they present it ultimately says otherwise. Now, I know that I said this is a dreamland, and I also respect if, as you listen to that, again, that it doesn't feel possible, but I also just want to share the notion that there is possibility to achieve this neutrality and to be able to focus on how you feel and to be able to drastically minimize 
that voice in your head that tells you negative things about your body or your weight and in turn feel more acceptance for yourself. I have had the pleasure and the honor of working with tons of different people in my program Live Unrestricted and in one-on-ones and the most wonderful thing I see is people that genuinely feel so much more free from this constant cycle of feeling like they need to change and also from the comments of others that convince them that they need to change when they really don't. And if that's something that you feel like you want to work towards in this new year, if you want to let go of the intense feelings of shame or guilt around your weight or shame or guilt if you're not changing your weight, I am always here to talk about the steps of being able to work towards that. In my program, Live Unrestricted, that I've discussed, this is such a big piece of what we do. And I have guest speakers as well in the program, guest lectures that you watch from people in different types of bodies with different experiences so that it's not just my own. And everything we do is to support you in achieving the life that feels best for you and supporting how food and body image and movement can all be a part of that. If you would like to check out my program, I will have it linked in the show notes. The process in terms of moving forward is very simple. There's an application that's very short, and then you actually do a free discovery call with me. So in that, it's no strings attached. We ensure that it feels like a good fit because as we discuss in this episode, this is very personal. It's very different for everybody, and I would only want you to feel like you're joining a program that really resonates with you. So feel free to check that out at the link in the show notes. And thank you so much for being here and for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear your feedback. If you are feeling called to and you want to share a rating or review, it is always appreciated. But also, you just being here is everything. And if there are ever episode ideas you want on the podcast, there's a link in the show notes to submit those, or you can DM me, which my Instagram is linked down there for you to check out as well. And I've been kind of toying around with this idea of doing more episodes like this, which I feel like are similar to episodes I've done in the past, but a little different more question-based kind of walking through something. So if you enjoy this format and you have the time to let me know, that would be amazing. Thank you guys for being here. I think I've already said that a hundred times. I keep doing this at the end of an episode, but I genuinely do feel very thankful. And so now I will close it off and hopefully see you guys here soon.